Hey everyone, it's your favorite band mom, Cindy Berry, also known as Leander Mama. And you may have thought we were on a break, but as it turns out, we needed a little 2023 Bands of America recap. special from the stand series returns this week and i am joined by one of the new on a water break host who happens to be an instructor and a band parent herself the one and only stephanie click hi stephanie hi cindy i'm really excited to join you for this episode and hopefully many more to come um, on this episode we're going to be recapping the 2023 bands of america grand national championships it was a whirlwind weekend for me um, both of my kids i have a son and a daughter that both performed with the university of alabama in oh. exhibition on friday night wow. um, and then so that was really cool i actually got to see them so traveled up there from texas to watch them with my husband um and then on saturday you know the PASIC convention happens at the same time which oh, is the big yeah. percussion convention that's happening oh, yeah. next door in the convention center um, my son this summer marched with the cavaliers and they were one of the guests at PASIC, so he got to perform there and then as a family we came back to lucas oil on saturday oh, night we had um, seats on the fifth row, right on the 45 of side wow. two, and sat and watched every band for Grand Nationals uh, for the finals competition. Um, it was really, it was a great, great weekend for us. And so we've got some special guests today with us. And um, so I'm just super excited to hear and be able to share all that we learned over uh, last week. Yeah, your week sounds Almost as crazy as mine. I, you know, I live in Northwest Arkansas now, and I actually drove down to Texas to watch 6A State, to watch yes. BOA San Antonio, and then I went back to the Alamo Dome for 5A State, and then I, I came home and had like one day to recuperate before <laughs> Grand Nats. I didn't get to go to Grand Nats this year because it's just mm. a lot of driving, but I watched it on the stream and uh, thank goodness for that streaming because That's right. I, I, I mean I didn't want to miss a minute and thank goodness right. didn't have to because there was a lot of exciting things that happened this week and uh, one of them was like you said uh, we get to interview a super special young lady uh, people know her daddy they know Matt Harloff but uh, we oh. had it we have the chance to talk to Shaylin Harloff and I can't wait for that interview that's that's going to be awesome it is and if that's not amazing enough we have joining us for our recap the guy who saw the whole thing from what i think is the best seat in the house it's boa announcer chuck henson welcome chuck hi everybody how are you it's nice to be here great it's so good to see you live and in person obviously <laughs> we're we're only doing the podcast, but we get to see you live and in person. And then yeah, that's only a way, way, way <laughs> up. And you all are facing the other way. That's how I like yes. it. <laughs> well, I can't believe you've been doing this for 35 years. I'm sure you can't believe you've been doing it for 35 years. Isn't that funny? I think you have. <laughs> I just bet you have so many stories. More than you have time for, I assure you. That is, that is, that is, it's you know, it's funny because reflecting on you know three and a half decades of this. I, I had a chance to speak in the, uh, in the finalist directors meeting. And I, I don't normally go down to the meeting because I'm normally putting my script together for the evening, but uh, it's it just so refreshing to see 
what's happening in those meetings. There's so much great education happening, so many wonderful directors. Everyone's there on the same page. Everyone's happy. Everyone's cheering for everybody else. That's what makes it just a beautiful event. It really does. It really does. And some new faces this year as well that I'm that are new to finals and new to you. And, and I know that your voice, even being in that room, is a constant and uh, I'm sure was so calming to them because well, they, even though they don't know you, I'm sure they feel like they know you. Well, we hope so. I mean, that that's the goal, right? To to do that uh, Disney esque sort of atmosphere that that sets us apart from other events. But you know, there are there were three of us working Grand Nationals this year: myself and Dan Potter, who you probably all know. Dan does DCI and he does half of the regional events, and then John Pollard, who's also a Texas guy. Well, actually, Dan is yeah. in Tulsa, and John is in uh, the Dallas Fort Worth area. So they they do a lot of those Texas shows. So really, for a lot of the yeah. bands that go to the nine regionals that were in Texas this year, I'm not the voice they're used to. Um, you know, <laughs> right. listen to the listen to the tapes. We used to um, we used to do a thing where we would send me to the shows that had the most groups going to Grand Nationals, so they would oh. get that same experience. Okay. Uh, so right. now, we piece it out a little bit differently now, though. I bet you're happy that they they've kind of decreased your workload a little. They've they've added additional announcers. They've got. Um, some some fresh faces, we'll say, like Alex. I love his voice, by the way. You know, I found Alex, actually. So Alex was here in Florida. He uh, was living in Miami. He went to Florida State. I found him at the Florida State Marching Man Championships where he was ah. doing some announcing there. And uh, Kathy, who runs that event, had asked me to come in and kind of have a listen and see what I thought. And I grabbed Alex. <laughs> I'm wow. like, come with me. Uh, yes. You know, the beautiful <laughs> part about Alex is that he's he's me. He's me. Yeah. He's, he's the same age I was when I started. He's wow. just as excited, and he's got 35 years to invest. And, and I right. love that. Right. He's a very, he's a very baby. sweet person. Yeah, he's he's the baby announcer. <laughs> there, there's this. There are nine of us now. Nine wow. announcers. And Alex is at the end of that list. And I said to him, I go, listen, man, as the years tick on and we all retire, which will happen eventually, you just know that you're one step up the food chain until you're the guy. <laughs> you're going to be the guy. And uh, and I. And, it's nice to me to know that the organization will be in very good hands. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Well, what was That's your right. week? What did your week look like building up to, to Grand Nats? Like, how, what did that look like? I've been on the road every weekend since mid-September. Um, so wow. it's, a, it's a lot of travel. It's doing my regular job, which I'm at right now, uh, Monday through Thursday, taking a plane Friday to the city, do the show Saturday, fly home Sunday, and then that process for... How many weeks in a row? 13 oh, weeks in a row? Um, Grand National is actually the easiest show I do all year. Because wow. they're of us, um, we work in shifts. So uh, I started the show Thursday morning. I did the first half of Thursday. I did the last half of Friday. And then I did finals. And John and Dan split up the rest of it. So it, that way we're all fresh. Uh, the days of me doing 100 bands in prelims oh. and you know squeaking my way through finals, those are done, thankfully. Because it, it got really rough some of those years. I can I imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And speaking of that, uh, the prelims, uh, that is such a long two days and it's a lot of awesome bands to watch, but there's just, it's not like a regional where you're just pretty much seeing, you know, the best of the best. And this is a cool opportunity for little bands that we haven't seen before. Right. And 
what's it like seeing some of those those little guys that we don't really get to see <laughs> at the regionals? Well, you know, it's it's funny because the and the way you phrased it is perfect because the Grand National Championships never claims to be the national championship. The name of the event is the Grand National Championships. They were just True. smart to have named it that all those years ago. It has become a de facto national championship, but, the, but we never say that the best man in the country is at our event. One of my favorite BOA stories, because we, we hear a lot that the little bands don't get to do as well as the bigger bands do, and that's just right. not true. Um, my favorite BOA story is from 1992, and it's the year that Jackson Academy came to Grand Nationals. They brought okay. 35 kids from Mississippi. Uh, they had to go all <laughs> the way down to seventh grade to get 35 kids. Oh, my goodness. And every one of those kids played every instrument. They they would play a trumpet. Then they would play a clarinet. Then they would pick up a flag. They Whatever it needed to happen, it happened. And not only did they make finals and had never been to a regional before, but they placed <laughs> one spot higher than the largest band to ever come to Grand National, yeah. which was Duncanville, Texas at the time. Um, you know, and it, wow. it, it was oh, yeah. just my, it's my feel good story. You have to play <laughs> your instrument well to do well at Bands of America. We are a music education organization, all the props in the world, all the beautiful flags in the world. If you can't play your instruments, you're not going to do as well at our show. That's, that's just, so that's true. how we're focused. We're an education based organization, celebrating teachers and teaching. So, but the little bands, you know, it's nice because it's, we pull from about a 200-mile radius around Indianapolis. So you're right. There's all of those bands that we may never have seen at all at any point who come to Grand Nationals, and they want that same experience, and they get it. And and it makes me happy to feel like I'm part of everybody's show. You know, from the minute they step on the field, I can feel their energy. And my announcement has to match that because they've practiced long and hard to be on that field. And the last thing they need is someone to not support them at that very moment they're, they're about to step off. That's right. Well, one of the things that really warmed my heart this weekend um, happened after um, the the 12 finalists had performed. I'm originally from Kentucky. Um, college there, <laughs> yes. And uh, grew up in a small band and started my teaching in small bands. And it was, it was amazing to me and absolutely warmed my heart to look around when the exhibition bands came on, which were two smaller bands. Mm-hmm. How about and, Bourbon County? How about Bourbon County? Uh, they were yes, yes, yes. They were fantastic. And I looked around and no one got up. Everyone stayed. Everyone watched them. And I thought, this is going to be a core memory for these you know, kids. Coming and on I the don't field. know where they placed. I haven't, I don't look at recaps. It's not really important to me, no, but I'll bet they right. were pretty far up there. Yeah, <laughs> right. I thought Kiski was amazing as well. Yeah, I did too. You know, I did too. People, forget, yes. people forget that Tarpon Springs is a 2A band. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they, right. that Marion Catholic for years and years was a 2A band. Oh, yeah. You know? And in, in single A, think back, Bellbrook. Adair County, Bourbon yes. County, Beechwood, mm-hmm. a lot of Kentucky I just listed there. But there's some powerhouse groups and they're not large bands. They're not 400. Well, and Archbishop strong. Alter, I mean, that is the cutest little band. I just, <laughs> I just love those kids. I love their shows. They always just do an amazing job. Something that. Don't they put it out there? They put it out yeah. there every single <laughs> they time. Do. They are all in. And I just, I love that. That's awesome. Well, this is great. And I just love that we're having these conversations. And I just love hearing your perspective, Chuck. And and I would love to talk about maybe some moments 
from the weekend, things like uh, the props that maybe you found the most interesting or, or I don't hmm. know, weird. So I mean, <laughs> there was one band that made satellite dishes and they had them done out of beach umbrellas. So they took umbrellas <laughs> and they flipped them the other way. So the pole was sticking out and then spray painted oh, them and wow. made them satellite dishes. That was cool. Yes, they did. Uh, I, loved, I loved the uh, Hispanic wall that the Woodlands did. That oh, so did I. Yes. I thought that was really pretty. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, my God. Claudia Taylor Johnson's inflatable flamingos. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm flamingo my spirit animal. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I loved all the pink myself. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that was a great show. What do you think? Who do you think was the best band with no props? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's gotta be Carmel, right? I mean, uh, oh yeah. Oh they, yeah. They they never rely. And if they ever bring anything out, it's very minimal and That's subtle. true. Um, yeah. I also thought. Did Keller, I mean, rather, did uh, did Hebron have props? I don't think so. I don't think they did. I don't think oh, they did. Maybe along weird. the side. They were minimal as well. Yeah. 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 I didn't pick up on that. Um, yeah. And that's the whole thing, you guys. You don't, you don't need props. No. To, you know, you just, again, yeah. the spectacular show will keep you riveted from the second you step off to the minute it's done. There's That's very right. little downtime. When you think about those groups that have just wowed you, look at Avon this year. I saw Avon probably four times this year mm -hmm. at the first show of the year in Louisville yes. and the last show at finals. And the okay. evolution of that program from week to week was just mind-blowing. It was okay at the front end. It was amazing at the back oh, end. Oh, it was. Yes. And, a, and a good school's not afraid to do that, right? They're not afraid right. to alter their program or to add or subtract or or make that final change that needs to be made to just send it right over the top. And the kids expect that, right? They, they, they're they yeah. like, they don't moan and groan when a change comes. They're like, this yeah. will be great. <laughs> right. They're ready. They're ready to take it on. Right. And um, they, talking about props and good use of those picture frame props and the way they would bend and fold. And I just felt like Avon did an amazing job using props to the utmost advantage in their show it was well, such a key of, part of the show too. think of the props and their costume with the white yes. stripe on the side matching the white on the border of the i mean it was it was brilliant it was yeah, brilliant. it truly it really was minimal was and gorgeous and they play so well i love that they do their on-field warm-up to a hymn oh every time. yes i do too that's one of my out. favorite moments <laughs> well, I, I have to ask you um blue springs and their theme, Love it. Love and it. it was an amazing show. It absolutely yeah. was an amazing show. But I have to ask you, have you ever, ever witnessed a show about childbirth before? Is that what it was? <laughs> it was called Becoming, and it was pretty much the journey of being born. <laughs> I loved the idea. What, what I got from it was individuality and you being you and yeah. um, and like that, I, I actually, if it's about childbirth, it was lost. <laughs> um, you know, we used to say years and years ago, if you need a libretto for me to understand your show, then it's probably not. <laughs> might have gone a little deep. But it it would have been handy to have a booklet for, to the tell us what the Staging that, that beautiful kind of uh, circus Cirque du Soleil style prop they had in the front. Mm -hmm. and the people yeah. spun, and the, uh, that gorgeous um 
the way that saxophone player played was so beautiful. In oh, the end, when he's yes. nestled in that in that circle playing, and really, really nice, really nice. Yeah. I saw them in uh, St. Louis at the Super Regional, and then again at Grand Nationals. You know, someone else yeah. I like this year that didn't come to Grand Nationals is um, O'Fallon Township. Uh, oh no, yes, yeah, the their Wednesday show. show. Yeah, <laughs> so that's great. a good show. So great. <laughs> Yeah, I love these individual, these, these um, not individual, these unique shows, because, you know, it's got to be hard to come up with the themes. Did you see, um, did you see Belleville East this year out of, out of Illinois, oh, Belleville East? Kind of so they did, a, they did a Scooby-Doo show. Oh, yes, they did. The villain. So oh, that's right. We, we recorded those voice tracks right here in my studio in St. Petersburg. Is the band director there? He and his wife are big Disney fans, so they were in Orlando. They were driving back to St. Louis and stopped here so I could record that stuff for them. As part of, and I came up for the first time in at prelims in uh, in St. Louis, and it was so much fun, so much fun. I like being part of the shows. It's it's I fun. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think there was something this weekend that shocked everyone? Hmm. Well, think of prelims awards and class <laughs> 4A prelims awards. Yes. So Hebron didn't place. Right. Hebron was the band everybody, I mean, all season long. That's all I heard. Hebron, Hebron, Hebron. Oh, oh my God. Absolutely. Hebron, Hebron, Hebron. Right. But, but Grand Nationals <laughs> is the great equalizer. It is. You know, because you don't, because it's a different group of 90 bands every time, you know, think right. there was no Broken Arrow. There was right. no Tarpin. No Tarpin. No other groups like that that would have been in those spots, right? Yeah. So it's, yes. it's the world's biggest dice roll. I mean, when you get there, you, you have to tell your kids to be proud of your performance. Because That's if right. you're, you're going to walk away because of a placement, you're going to be disappointed. Yes. Because only one band comes in first. Everybody, and that to me, that was the shock when Hebron. I'm assuming they were fourth again. I haven't looked at the recap, Mm -hmm. but you know, wow, what I mean, you know, all year long they just dominated everything, and then to get fourth at Grand Nationals, that's a that's a gut check for the for everybody, right? So you got to come back to the finals and go, and okay, this is our time to show. (laughs) Let's make it happen. And they do. It was amazing. It was amazing show. Another band that plays so so well. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> just just amazing. Um, what are what are some things that you think maybe some people missed? There's, Say some it again. Things, there's some things that you think maybe people missed, some things that you saw that you were impressed with that maybe you didn't see showing up well, on people's social media. I think speed. some of the some of the greatest moments of the weekend happen in the convention center. Mm-hmm. So if you've ever walked through the convention center where oh, a lot yeah. of the kids, some of the bands will rent big rooms in the convention centers. They can change and right. do their warm ups and things like that. So more often than not, a band will be coming from the field and they'll go into the convention center and they'll be single file going through the convention center. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the building is going like this. Oh, yes. No matter yeah. who and, and to me, those, those are the moments that the public doesn't really see because it happens between the groups. And it's yes. that that spirit of we're all in this together. You know, yes. these fans come from so many different places. They they don't compete. They're not competitors. And they don't see each other as that. They see it's a cooperative atmosphere. They're here to showcase their talents, not not win. 
if that makes any sense. Absolutely. It's so different than sports because so they different. are friends. <laughs> they are like, uh, you just yeah. don't see the animosity towards each other. You just see them really in awe of each other. It's, it, you know, it's if you look at remarkable high school's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram account, what you'll see is, oh my God, Avon, congratulations. You guys were yeah. amazing. Right. Yeah, yes. They support each other. That's why we're here. No, that's right. Very cool. Tim I love. used to always say, you know, the leaders of today, the leaders of tomorrow are in the bands of today. And that's, that's right. And it's fact. true. Thank right. God they are because we need help. We need help. We need serious no. help. No, I think we're going to be in better hands with them than we are now. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I'm ready that's to right. I'm out. They can take over. <laughs> that is right. That is that is probably one of the coolest things I think as well is seeing these kids follow each other on social media and just just very genuinely and sincerely cheering each other on. I think is is absolutely fantastic. I just love it. After yeah, the show's over, especially at Grand Nationals, when we do the break ranks, and if you if you're watching, those kids run for each other. Oh, like, they do. Because they've yeah. been communicating on social media. Maybe they haven't met yet. Maybe, oh my gosh, we're both in finals. <laughs> Let's find each other after break ranks. And they do that. They go they like do. that. Yeah. And everybody, it's just so happy all the time, you know, minus the conga line and the tuba fest on the backside. Like, right. But- <laughs> I think break ranks is my favorite moment, really. And I love watching because you can see the kids just running for each other. And I just, that is truly the best. It had 35 years ago. I can tell you that. Um, That's one part for me that that is my personal favorite because it's my thing. It's my signature, right, of what what we do the whole break ranks. And and it it hasn't lost anything over time, you know? Some things become kind of dated and need to be updated and need to be refreshed. And I don't think that does. I think no. that sentiment is so real that all of these students are winners in life, you know, go for it, break ranks, that it's right. it, it speaks to all of our hearts. That's one of the things I love about finals is that whole speech, the, the, the spiel we do about the greatest nation on earth and these are the leaders of tomorrow and look around at your peers and, you know, you are as they are the best at what you do. That, that's, that's us in a nutshell. That's Bands of America in a nutshell. Is yeah. just kind of a American. It really hasn't changed. It hasn't. It really hasn't and that, changed. That's, that spiel has been the same since I started. Wow. Like, that's remarkable. We wow. And it's not changed well, years because it's not broken. <laughs> that's yeah, true. that's true. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Well, I'm I hate to interrupt. But... The beard, the gray hair, the glasses, you know, I'm aging. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I hate to interrupt this, but it is time to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be in our interview with Avon High School drum major Shaylin Harloff. I I am so excited to get to talk to Shaylin. I have known her mother for years. Uh, She has been a great friend of mine and we used to do some camps together. And I am really excited to get to talk about Shaylin and her role as drum major after the Grand Nationals win with Avon High School. Hey 
Hey everyone, it's Jeremy, the producer from On a Water Break, the main show. And while you're enjoying this great bonus content from some amazing hosts, there's a whole other show happening with guests, news, and plenty of other fun things that you and your friends are talking about on a water break. So take a moment, go subscribe so that you can get your notifications every week for the main episode of On a Water Break. If you have news or know of somebody that would be a great guest, or maybe you would be a great guest, email us at onawaterbreakpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at On a Water Break. And now back to this fantastic bonus content. And we'll see you at the show. Hi, Shaylin. Thank you for joining us today. And congratulations on y'all's first Grand National Championships win in 13 years. Are y'all still celebrating? Oh, yeah. We're all still like not even like thinking about it. We're all like going crazy in the band room. We go into the room and people are just crowded around the trophy and it's just awesome. Oh, I bet. I can't believe it's been 13 years. Honestly, I feel like Avon is such a big name and we just, we hear about you all the time and, and we want to know what it's like just being a part of a band that's winning grand national championships Maybe not on a regular basis, but we think of you guys as winning on a regular basis. What is it like to be a part of the Avon band? A whole like different experience because people hear our name and they're like, oh my goodness, it's Avon. But we're in here like we're just normal high school kids. We're, we're, right? doing, we're doing what we're normally supposed to do. We're having fun, but we're also working hard. But then there's this other level when we're at like retreat and stuff and people are like, like getting all excited seeing us and then getting all these like messages from people that I've never met and they're like congratulations or I loved your show so much and it's just like this whole like feeling of happiness and like I'm giving the audience something they want to see and that just like is like a very a euphoric feeling that I just absolutely love. Well, speaking of that feeling, that reminds me of that picture that's going around. It's kind of gone viral of you and your dad. And of course, everyone knows your dad is Matt Harloff, but he's also just your dad. And the cool thing about that picture is, I guess, the pride on his face and the joy on your face. And just kind of tell us what that moment felt like when you came down off that podium and you guys had put the performance of a lifetime on and just kind of tell us what that moment was like. So that photo is actually, there's a funny story behind that photo, but I'll give you that in a second. (laughs) So I cut off and I put my hands down and I start sobbing because it was my last show on Lucas Oil Field. Um, and I was, I was sad because I was like, I don't want this to end. So I got off my podium after every single show, my dad would hug me. Um, and this one, he's hugging me. We're both crying. And then he (laughs) holds my shoulders and he says, I'm sorry, but we have to do an interview. And that photo was taken. (laughs) And I was like, why? (laughs) Why now? I'm crying. (laughs) I saw that interview so I know exactly what that was a precious interview though and and, thank you (laughs) I I was there in the audience uh, on Saturday night and that was the first time that I had seen Avon live this year I'd seen you several times on video but that was my first time to see you live and I will tell you, I have, I've known your parents, your mom in particular. I, I know a lot of people know your dad, but I've actually <laughs> known your mom longer. Um, and so, um, so all I could do the last probably 90 seconds of that show was watch you. 
And so my eye had my eye had turned back, you know, from the field and caught caught you. And for that last 90 seconds, um, you know, I was watching you and, and just thinking about how proud your mom must be. And that I've followed your mom through this whole journey of you growing up and dance classes and cadet guard and all of the things. Um, and so, so to me, the emotion that you had the last 90 seconds for me is what sealed the deal with Avon. Um, and just, thinking about, you know, the hundreds of kids that are on that field watching you and what you were pouring into that, how could they not have the most incredible ending, you know, knowing that the drum majors in front of them were, were just in it with them every bit of the way. Um, but uh, seeing you come down off of the podium and your dad there, just super special, really special moment, I'm sure. And the interview yeah. as well, <laughs> which would be great. Yeah. That, well, that what, what is it like having your whole family involved, girl? Is it, what is it like? Like you got your whole family out there. <laughs> it's crazy because um, at awards, all the staff is in the front of the field. And since we're drum majors, we're in the front. And um, I remember at Nats when we were announced first, I was just, I looked and I tried to look for my family and my dad was surrounded by people and I couldn't find him and I was so sad but it was like a whole different thing but um I love working with my family I love going to practice and getting a ride from my dad and seeing my mom teach dance to a bunch of freshmen who don't know how to move their bodies yet (laughs) they did so good this year and I'm so proud of them and then my brother will appear at random parts and starts yelling at people about their marching technique (laughs) but it's all fun Well, that reminds me of of something your your mom did kind of share some things with us. And uh, she said in the beginning that it was pretty rough, the visuals and learning the dance moves. And, and what got my attention was the track suits and that white stripe that runs down the side of them. How on earth, what was that process like in the beginning? And of course, at the end, I mean, in finals, you guys were almost perfect. But what was it like? trying to perfect those visuals I just can't imagine it was pretty tough I am the drum majors kind of got like a like a it's like a side view because we we weren't the ones really getting yelled at because we didn't have to march on the field but (laughs) especially at band camp the first day of band camp like the first day oh my gosh we started learning the beginning choreography where the whole band is doing all the same choreography and it was rough. Um, we were going like a hundred beats slow. The freshmen were like flopping on the ground, and it was so oh, painful. No. And at the end of the season, like still, we were still cleaning because that white stripe goes like down the arm and like down yeah. the whole body. And like one of the moves, their arm is like over their head, and the line like lines up with the yard line. And we had to oh. clean that like hardcore because a lot of a lot of people had their arms like too far to the side and then marching we had to have our leg shapes the same because the white stripe was so that's right so um yeah it was prominent (laughs) it was it was really tough and um our staff definitely got on the kids for that but I'm 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 so glad that we actually did a really, really good job. Way better than anyone could have expected. That risk of that white stripe, it was worth the reward in the end. I know a lot of times they talk about risk versus reward and that it worked for you all for sure. That's awesome. When we first got the uniforms, we had a practice where we wore the uniforms just to see what it looked like. 
and there was like so many videos sent to um like a group chat <laughs> of how like exposed it was and we were all just like what are we gonna do <laughs> this is all good though <laughs> it did it worked out well, I have uh, some friends in Indiana as well, and I know that there is a really special relationship between the Indiana bands and their drum majors. So what's that like? Tell us a little bit about that. So this year, especially um, since all of our drum majors went to the MFA camp, we made so many drum major friends, friends like Brownsburg, we made friends with Fishers, um, Broken Arrow. We made friends with all of those drum majors, and we're still in contact with them today. Um, and then seeing them at competitions and getting their phone numbers. And then we reached out to the Carmel drum majors and we got really close with them. And so it's just so much fun. Like it adds an, another level of fun to the competitions because you get to see your friends and then you get to see them perform and you cheer them on. And then at retreat after break ranks, we all like hug each other and celebrate for each other. And it's just like, it's just a whole nother level of connection and fun that makes band even more like, special to people. It's so interesting you say that because people just naturally assume there, of course, there's an, a rivalry in, in Indiana, just like there is in Texas, but you guys are really, truly friends, like off the field. I mean, I know, um, obviously, there's relationships that get built uh, through the drum major world and the color guard world, but you guys really are friends in in real life, right? I mean, people like to think of y'all, oh, we hate, we hate each other, but it really isn't like that, is it? No, it's not because like after Nats, um, after all the drum majors hugged because we were like, what just happened? Um, we all <laughs> we ran to the Carmel drum majors and immediately like hugged them and like Aww. shook their hands. And we were like, that we were congratulating each other because that's what we always have done. And yeah. it was just, it was nice to see. I mean, you could tell a little bit that they were a little bit disappointed, which is oh, yeah. natural because they've been winning like the entirety of the season. And yes. <laughs> That that I just know that sucks for them, and I I feel bad to an extent, um. But I am very proud to call them my friends, mm -hmm. and that there's no like hating on each other, you know, right. like because Avon's been there too. Avon has been in that place where you have a great finals run, and then it's just not your year. Yeah. So I would say more than anybody, you all understand what it's like to stand on that field, and the eagle go mm -hmm. one slot over. From oh my gosh like it's so hard to like explain but I'm proud of all the bands that made finals especially mm -hmm. my Brownsburg friends and my Fisher's friends because it's their second year making finals and yeah. it's so incredible for them and I'm just like like the Brownsburg um, drum majors they were like I don't think we're gonna make finals and I was like you don't think we're gonna make finals? <laughs> guys <laughs> but I'm, I'm proud of all of them <laughs> That's great. That great shows. Indiana was well represented. That's for sure. Well, I have a question about the guard because I'm a huge guard fan. And obviously Avon has one of the top guards in the country. So I'm picturing you as a drum major. And then I'm thinking about how I would respond. And how do you keep from being completely mesmerized? Watching, <laughs> how do you keep stay focused when the guard is they're throwing like quadruple mega triple 20s mm -hmm. over their heads? How do you stay focused on your job? It took it took me a little bit, um, but I really had to like focus in because I had to keep tempo. So I look at the drumline's feet, and so I'm just like, uh -huh. look at their feet, 
Do not look at the guard spinning right in front of them. Don't look at the cool props move. It took me, it took me a little bit because I was like, ooh, Olivia just threw a really good toss. And now I'm like, off the ball. And I'm like wait, 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 wait. It's, it's, it, it took me a little bit, but then I was like, okay, focus down. You cannot be distracted by our incredible guard, okay? And they are. Right. Very are. proud of our guard. Those picture frame props that... I guess it wasn't just the guard that had them. I think there were times when the home who thought up the idea to have picture frames that twisted into X's and then they turned it like, who came up with that idea and how on earth did they incorporate that? I actually don't really know. Um, <laughs> I know it's like our design team and our design team. I know that they wanted props that could fold up okay. and then because they were like on the yard line. So you couldn't really see them that well until okay. all of a sudden there's like 30 giant props on the field right so they wanted that and then they thought of like another like like what if they can cross during like our mm. our yeah, love that part. part um <laughs> then we worked um with our like main band dad his name's jim um and he like builds like all of our props and he got it done in like a day and he was like i got it wow. <laughs> um it's yeah, so nice it's- to have those dads yeah yes we've been working with us for so long so it's just been like he's always been building our props he built um uh, he tried to build us some podiums but it didn't really work out so we had to get some other podiums but (laughs) he's always trying to build something (laughs) (laughs) let me ask you this we're kind of i know we're kind of jumping around of different things but um tell me about the bus rod home what was the bus rod like from the dome to end or back to to uh, Avon. Um, it was awesome. I mean, it was one in the morning. We were mm-hmm. all exhausted, but I get on the bus and I'm like, "Let's go!" And the whole bus goes like crazy. We're screaming, and like the first like ten minutes, everyone's like celebrating and taking pictures and like having a good time. And then the bus goes like silent because we're all so tired and everyone. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? Good for us. <laughs> That's right. You gave it your all. I was so tired. But like after we won, it was like this burst of like energy. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm going to fall asleep tonight, but I definitely did. I crashed pretty hardcore. <laughs> well, I have to ask, what was your most favorite part of the show? And what part of the show stressed you out the most? It's the same answer. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, our part three, which is our kind of like quirky part with a bunch of like random sounds, yes. is definitely my favorite because there's a lot of like conducting cues and the music is fun. Oh, okay. Um, and it was just so much fun to conduct. Um, but the part that stressed me out was also part three because um, the drum line had a tendency to rush and then our brass we had a brass feature that was like crazy and when we were learning it it was like ah so stressful because <laughs> right in front of them and they start like going and I'm like no I'm right here you thought I'm not you can't be <laughs> right now um follow me I'm like I'm, I'm literally right in front of you I don't know what you're looking at but <laughs> um, but we finally got it figured out in our finals run it sounded so good and it was like a whole like weight was lifted off of my shoulders and I'm like, thank goodness I don't have to worry about the brass feature anymore <laughs> but, 
Okay, the end of it stressed me out when I, when the rifles were like throwing them across the field to each other. I mean, it was like chaos. I mean, it was organized chaos. And then everybody's rushing together and all the frames are taking a different shape. But those rifles going literally across, back and forth and back and forth. And I'm like, oh, my word, I can't imagine practicing that and getting it right. Like how, how many people got hurt in the process? <laughs> I don't think anyone in the band got hurt during that process. Just talking. Um, I'm sure a couple of guard girls got uh, got hurt a little bit, but you know, guard is bruises, but it's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> well, I guess um, so. Past this, so you're going to be on to Winter Winds. Yes. Is that what's next for Avon? Yes, our winter season of all of our incredible like sections of guard drumline and indoor winds. So excited. What instrument do you play? I play alto saxophone for indoor winds and then for concert band I play oboe. Oh so, nice. Well, of many talents. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's next for you, Shaylin? Where you go from Avon? Um, I'm still kind of figuring out my options. Um, I think what's mostly keeping me is I want to get a little job here just to figure out the real world for the next yeah. year. And then I would like to move to Florida and get a job at Disney for a little bit. Oh, yes. And then yes. I want to get on a cruise ship and be those kind of people that yes. you like run trivia and like, oh, and like, <laughs> They're like talking all the time and they're like, I yes. hope you guys have a great time. Like I wanna I wanna be that like entertainer that's just like keeping people happy, I guess. Indy and I will awesome. take that cruise. Yes. So you let us know when you get that job and we will we will bunk up together and kind of us up. Okay, okay, perfect. I'll be looking for you guys. Yes. <laughs> oh. well, one final thing before we let you go, unless Stephanie has uh, and any more questions for oh, you um, but we know Avon has an amazing social media presence and uh, who's in charge of that and and what do you think has been the best social media moment for the band okay so my mom runs the TikTok oh, account she? she is so proud of that TikTok account like she will she come up to me out of nowhere and she'll be like look at the TikTok I just made and I'm like yes <laughs> It's great, mom. Um, but it's hard to pick one because I love all the TikToks because they're all just like memories of the season. And mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite ones is there was like a, a trending sound of like Carolina Crown and then my dad's in the back screaming. And <laughs> like, when you hear people use this sound but it's your band director in the background and it's like a video of like harloff just like oh, turning. i think i've seen that one <laughs> it's like one of our most famous ones and it's just like so funny i love that one <laughs> she does a great job she really does yes. she's so proud of it <laughs> she should be <laughs> well it's been amazing having you on shaylin and we hope to have you come back and uh, but for now tell us how to follow avon high school marching band on the social so that everyone else can get all the great content well our main is our tiktok account it's the mighty avon no capitals no spaces no numbers it's just that um and then our instagram i believe is avon high school bands but it's avon hs bands i believe 
I think that's right. <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard to find. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. And, and you go back and keep celebrating because you guys oh, yes. deserve all the accolades. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Christine Ream and Chris Green. Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres. We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs. Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drumline, and marching band. Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales. Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors, and formal wear, full or partial show writing, educational programming, and other services. Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for shoes, gloves, and other equipment. The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at guardcloset.com and follow us on social media. Okay, we are back for the second half recap of the 2023 Bands of America Championships. Didn't you just love Shaylin? Her yes. family, her experience, her legacy in this activity is going to be amazing, I am sure. She is such a well-spoken young lady. She we is. hope to have more people like Shaylin join us here to talk about their lives and experiences. But now it's time to go back to the recap and let's talk about the top five. Or six. There's a band in that six hat I don't want to miss from this little bitty town called the Woodlands. We don't want to miss that. No. Oh, it was such a fan. Well, no, they were fifth. They were fifth. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so that would have been Mason? Was May where was Mason? I think. I think it was Mason. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. Mm -hmm. The way the book ended that was so perfect. Starting and ending, opposite ends of the field in the same uh, manner. It was really gorgeous. Really gorgeous. Their shows are just ethereal. I mean, I find myself mesmerized when I'm watching Mason. Like, I just, I know some of that is because it's a Cartwright show and his shows are mesmerizing anyway, but mm -hmm. there's just something beautiful. About AKA Brownsburg, right? Shows. Right. Yes, 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 which absolutely. I loved as well. Also great. <laughs> with, with Mason, they had those, I guess, I don't know really what they call them. I'm calling them skirts, for lack of yeah. a better terminology there. On the winds players as well. And some of the things that they did just as they moved, oh, it was just, oh, I just thought it was beautiful. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, designed to flow and designed to be part of the, the color palette of the, uh, of yes. the program as well. That's yeah. right. Really yeah, he's right. brilliant. He, Carl yes. is brilliant with his his shows. He really mm -hmm. is. And they yes, even shed the skirts halfway through, which they don't normally do. I've noticed right. in his shows, but that was effective as well. Towards the end, the the brass, I believe. Uh, yes, that was just moments like that that you're like, oh, oh, there's that. Oh, oh, and that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't yeah, miss that. It was it was the year of yellow. 
It, it was. was. Yeah, I have that in my notes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, yes, so much yellow. And it was funny because I'm from Houston. And so I saw Pearland and Woodlands yes. you know, pretty, pretty early in the season. And I remember first seeing Pearland and thinking someone designed this show with that black curtain in mind, so that yellow would just pop oh, on that yeah. black yeah. in the back. Same um, with pink shakos and all of that. That also just yes. popped oh, yeah. Yes, that's right. But yes, yeah. yellow everywhere. Okay, <laughs> it was that, beautiful. That the sail rack at Julian Fabrics? What was going on there? <laughs> Discount on yellow right. this year. <laughs> yes. And the Woodlands, they wore it well. That was a very unusual costume. The costume that they had was beautiful. Right. I actually saw them in the convention center once when I was walking back and through. And, you know, you can't tell who anybody is anymore, right? No right. one's wearing their right. uniform. Right. And, I, and right. I made a note because I saw it up close. And I'm like, ooh, wonder what that looks like on the field. It was great on the field. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. great. It was. Sure and I know you spoke to it fun. in the last segment, but the mosaic tiles that they had on their backdrops, just, I mean, yeah. just stunning. It was really it was very beautiful. authentic. The music, they, they, they pulled all of that together, sticking with that theme and, and really uh, just maxed it out. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had seen and them it, earlier because I announced the show at Shenandoah, which is oh, the right. yes. and oh, they yeah. weren't there. Right. <laughs> right. They didn't come out until the following weekend. That's right. Right. Yeah. I right. Woodlands early and I didn't get a chance to see them. So. Nope, they fooled you. They fooled you. But we can't leave the Woodlands without talking about that color guard. Oh. I mean, just uh, that color guard is just on another level. Absolutely. Like, I, I can't yeah. even come up with the adjectives. Yeah. I'm so glad Texas they, they has miss. one. That's a fact. You know, I, I <laughs> said to a lot of people this year, when it comes to color guards, I don't, I was a guard person when I marched drum corps, right? I, I don't give a pass to color guards. If you're going to do a ripple, 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 and that last person throws or whatever, they better catch it. And they better get <laughs> solid. Like, yes. sloppy cat. I'm like, nope, fail. You're out. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it, it would be as if a musician missed a note to me. Exactly. You know, yes. You wouldn't put it up with that. And and those guards, the Woodlands Guard, Carmel, mm-hmm. Avon, they're just, yeah. they get it. They are precise they and on mm-hmm. fire every second. They are. Yeah. They are. And, and there's something so satisfying about when they catch it. There's just something satisfying about the sound yes. and just the whole moment. I mean, you, it's like feel you, it said. Their, you feel their presence when yes. they do that, you know, <laughs> because they're good at communicating that across the front sideline. And that's what brings yes. us to win. That's right. And they just, they're such mature performers. I mean, I teach high school color guard, so I, I'm seeing these kids every day. And I know that those kids are the same age as my kids, but they just, the, the confidence and the maturity of, of the performers, and it, it's Carmel, Avon, and the Woodlands. I mean, those are your top three in WGI as well. Yes, uh, it's just it's ingrained in who they are as students. Yes. So when you have a program like that, um, when a freshman comes in, the upperclassmen are there, standing there, ready to go. And the freshman goes, oh, this is our culture. This is what we do. Right. And yes, so there yeah. is no opportunity. Right. Whereas in, you know, there may be some off and on and a band director may have to pull their group back. Okay, come on, kids, focus, focus. That doesn't right. happen at these groups no. because the culture of excellence is already there. And so right. when it comes in, they walk into it and they see everybody else and what they're doing and they go, oh, this is what I do. And That's right. it shows, yeah. it shows in their performance. Yeah. 
It does. It sure One does. of the things I really love about Avon Carmel and the Woodlands is they feature their guard. Like they showcase them. They're not hiding them in the back yeah. or put them in little pods. Yeah, Wolverine's Rights Those I Girls mean, does a superior job of integration yeah. into through there. And and but also they whoever writes those parts, they write very musically. You know, another one of my problems True. with color guards is that a guard instructor will go, oh, I've got 16 counts. Let's do this. Right. Whether the music says that or not, you know, <laughs> and with this top tier, yeah. you know, you, you could go all the way down actually through finals. Those are some yeah. really musically written books. Yes. Yes. That's right. Well, it helps if everybody have to read music. Like with my, yeah. when I was teaching, the band director could hand me a score and I'd be like, okay, I got it. I'll be right back. You know, I'm the so, same. I tell yeah. uh, people all the time that to be in my color guard when you were in high school, you had to play an instrument. So everyone in color guard marched their instrument their freshman yes. year, and then you could be in the guard. So yeah, I'm much the language then. You know, when you say start at letter C, or you know, hey, right. we're trying to hit this eighth note, or the, you know, this you're using the terminology, the musical yes. terminology to translate into guard. It's perfect. That's right. It is absolutely. It's an extension of the music. It truly it is. is. It is. Uh, well, we've talked about them a little bit in the last segment, but let's hit them again. Uh, we come back around, and then our next group was Blue Springs. Blue Springs. That show I mean, was amazing. It was so what, – what Blue Springs does so well is the theatrical aspect of marching band. Um, the last several – do you remember the show last year with the Deers? Oh, yeah. And the yes. And, and prior to that, the, the, the kid who was featured, the, the soloist mm-hmm. who was featured prior to that, they, they performed theatrically – better than anyone um and their design lends itself to that so it's perfect it's perfect for them they could change everything about their program every year and it would still be amazing mm-hmm. and That's they do right. <laughs> <laughs> they really do they really do they, do. they reinvent themselves the every year always different yeah and everybody can't do that everybody can't yeah. do that they can do that yeah yeah, but really I do can. like that bands have their own personality. I like that you can think of Hebron and you think musicality, and you can think of Carmel, and they're just a marching orchestra. But you think of Blue Springs, and it's like, what the heck are they going to bring this year? It's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah, it's like it's almost like community theater. I kind of a pro- like think of it as that. Is every year my community theater is going to do a different production, and it's going to be different than the one that I saw before. But it's still going to yeah. be the highest quality, and I'm going to want to buy a ticket to see it. That you know, is who Springs is. If you guys have gone off. to Grand Nationals with bands who've not made finals and you've sat in the stands, that to mm-hmm. me, and I've, I've been one of those people as well, that to me is the greatest clinic you will ever witness because mm-hmm. you can look at those kids' faces in the stands and see their jaws drop and go, yeah, yeah. We, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. If they can yeah. do it, we can do it yeah. with their age, right? And it, right. you know, we understand a lot of it comes down to staff and finances and things like that as well. I get, I get all that. But teachers are teachers and good teachers can take any student and make them do anything. That's right. And Shaylin said that in her interview where she said, you know, people treat them like superstars, but we're just normal kids. <laughs> kids. And, yeah. and exactly right. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, they are. They're just normal kids. Like um, that sweet picture of her and her dad, you know, and it's like, oh, that's isn't that a beautiful picture? It's but such a it's, yeah, it's, great. It's the daughter and her dad. He's celebrating He's a, a moment. Too. He's so nice. Such a nice person. Yeah. yeah, I love that. I just love that. So, uh, so Blue Springs, fantastic. And then the next one we had was Hebron. Hebron. Oh, you just listen Nobody to plays like a Texas band. Let me just say that. Yeah. Nobody plays like a Texas band. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was one 
reason I went to Texas uh, to watch Tuesday State because I wasn't going to get to see Hebron. They didn't go to San Antonio. That's right. So I was like, I'm going to see Hebron live one time this year. And yes. it's worth it. If you see nobody else live. There is a reason they want music twice. Yes. Yes. Yeah, they can't be denied that. And again, kudos (laughs) to their staff to teach, you know, freshman trumpets how to triple tongue into their horn. You know what I mean? It just... Wow. You know, we just said earlier, they're just kids, but when they're out on the field, there's so much more than that. That they they become their program and they become these little rock stars every single day. You know, you put them in a uniform and they're suddenly professionals. You know, when you see them in their practice clothes, it's like, oh, they're just a bunch of little kids. And (laughs) then you put that uniform (laughs) on them and they become professionals. They They truly do and it's just like is that the same little kid i saw <laughs> i know and you know some research that i have not done that i would like to do on hebron <laughs> is i'd like to hear those hebron feeder programs what do those junior oh, high bands sound right? like because they have to be spectacular <laughs> you don't just show up on, at the first day of band camp as a freshman and that's what you sound like but you know that's <laughs> what they do so when the when the um the department of arts when they hire teachers they hire down the line so mm-hmm. the, the band directors know who their feeders are. They know who's teaching those feeders. They've signed mm-hmm. off on that. They have the same, most of the time, the middle school band directors are on the high school band staff. So right, there's, there's, right. A, there's a continuum of education there that goes from elementary all the way up. So they're teaching mm-hmm. the same things and the same methods. Yeah. And so they're not counter contradicting each other as those kids go up the, up the ranks. Yes, yeah. and it is paying, paying off. Um, in such a big way, but they were, they were, fan, they're just a fantastic program um, all the way around. Um, and then we leave Texas and we go back to Indiana for our top two. And we Indiana, come in. Texas, yeah. Indiana, <laughs> Texas, right? I mean, it's crazy. There were, how many, how many Texas fans in finals? Five? Uh, there was Hebron. Yes. Five and, and five. And the Woodlands. Yes. Pearland, Round Rock. And mm-hmm. four Indianapolis fans. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. That, Carmel, you know where the bird and is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids wow. that are born into a Texas or Indiana just, a music scene, they the just don't know. That those teachers get from their administration. It shows yeah. that they, they have either they've crafted that over the years, like in the case of Avon. Do you know uh, wow. an interesting stat? The first time Avon came to Grand Nationals, very first time, they got a 67. I saw that. I saw that somewhere. That's amazing. I yeah. couldn't believe that. <laughs> but that's that's all anybody needs to know. That you can build your program. You can yeah. make it the best. It, it doesn't start that way. It's up to you. It's up to the teachers. It's up to the parents. It's up to the people that are going to put their blood into that program and say, "We it's want this." And then the kids mm-hmm. buy in. Success. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. And, you know, for a lot of those bands, it's longevity of their staff as well. And I think that's, um, you know, it, as we're looking at those Avon, um, obviously they had Jay Webb that retired, you know, just a few years back, but well, was there forever. That's right. And then, and like yeah. I said, the same thing with Carmel, just the, that team, those and teams that have been working together and the right. trust with that they no have. Laps. Like there's no, sometimes a band director will leave and the program falls apart. Yes. You know? Uh, I used to teach George Rogers Clark years and years ago, who was a perennial mm-hmm. finalist, and that band yeah. director left, and I because know, that's so it was all one person, one person right. to carry a program. No, that's right, that's right. Well, let's talk about Carmel for a minute. Let's talk about our silver medalist again. It's it. 
Carmel, the emotion that Carmel puts into what they do. And, and Jeremiah yeah. is the symphony for them, right? I mean, that's <laughs> wow. it, it was perfect for them. Yeah. It has the highs, it has the lows, it has the soft spots, it has the in-your-face moments that Carmel was known for. One of my favorites was when they draped that blue piece over everybody. Oh, that was oh, and, yes. and, apart, and the guard girl goes And up. the blue flag. <laughs> I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it was really great. It was. Yeah, I always well, think it's from down low and from up top, and it's every kid. It's on their face. Yeah, and they still wear traditional uniforms. That's one mm-hmm. thing I love about Carmel. They don't yeah. embrace the new culture of having, which I do love the costume. I, I think it's I just not, on the, it's just the not on their radar. They can do what yeah. they do without that. And again, yeah. it's part of the whole. We don't need props. You don't need new uniforms every year you don't need fancy right. you just need to play your instruments well play well and yeah percussion program whole package and the guards there and they're just they're good people you know i mean i've known those guys I've, for most of the top 12 i know those band directors i've known them for a long time and they're just such good people every single yeah. one of them you know there have been those times where i was like oh no so-and-so's in finals oh, what a jerk <laughs> <laughs> those, those days are gone. Those days are gone. The cooperative wow. nature of our of our activity has has just leapt over any of that. You know, band director stress is a real thing. When they get to the gate, they're stressed. I oh, get that. Absolutely, yeah, they've got a lot on their plate. But that's yeah. but always they're always nice. Always yeah. nice. to our volunteers, to our staff. You know, we're a service organization. We. We give. That's what we do. How can I make your day better? That's what we're all here for. And uh, when you get that back in return, and we do from a lot of these directors, it's magic. Mm-hmm. It's nice because we all get why we're there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Just ultimate kindness. Kindness will, will get you a long way. <laughs> well, like I said, between Carmel and Avon, you know, they, they have a mutual respect for each other. They, they go do. back and forth. You know, series, that, next yeah. week doesn't win the next week or maybe does. or And it doesn't matter to them. They clap when the other one wins and you can see on their faces. It's not disingenuous. It's the real thing. Right. They know those drum majors are friends, you know? Yes, they, they are. Yes, yeah, Shaylin. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and how they, think, their hearts even broke a little. She said that the Avon, you know, they were sad for Carmel for not taking first, but happy for themselves. And I thought, well, that is just yeah, such a neat right. thing for her to say. You, you know, know that if Carmel had won. They right. would have tied Marian Catholic's record of seven national titles. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. 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 I said something I mean, to one of their directors about that in the meeting. I go, do you know? He goes, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> That's right. It's too much pressure. I can't do that. It's <laughs> a lot of pressure. Well, you know, I would think with them being so close together geographically, Carmel and Avon, um, when one is better, it's pushing the other to be better. Absolutely. I mean, they are they are pushing each other along and creativity and yeah. musicality. Think back, of the, think back to your Kentucky days and the George Rogersport <laughs> Lafayette. Oh, yes. Tradition. Yes. Those were that was my old high school era. <laughs> right, right down the road from each other, essentially. Back in that day, yes. they'd send spies to each other's rehearsals to see what was going on. But I just saw something today on Facebook from Larry Moore, who was the band director at Lafayette, when Chuck Campbell was the band director at GRC. And, and Larry's entire post was about the amazing relationship he and Chuck had over the years, that they, mm-hmm. that they drove each other to greatness. And, and you see <laughs> yeah. that, you know, and, and think of like Tulsa, Oklahoma, Broken Arrow and mm-hmm. Union, 
you know, right. and, and, and other, that exists in a lot of different places. It does. Yeah. It, Leander ISD, it's the exactly. same exact thing. All of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole state. <laughs> <laughs> Larger scale, but, but yes, that Carmel show was great. It was so sophisticated and, you know, that color guard and the horn line and, um, gosh, it's just great from top to bottom when you get, especially into those top three. Mm-hmm. And then we have... Avon, our winner this year. Point oh two was the mm-hmm. spread. Point oh two between first and second. That's whew, yeah. that's shaving that's it. Close. You know, <laughs> it, I mean, it could have been. It could have been anybody's night. That's right. It really because so, it changed prelims to semis to finals. Yeah. It that changed. Makes me so happy. That makes me so yeah. happy. <laughs> yeah. At the Troy, Alabama show, the regional right before Grand Nationals, we had the band that won had never been with us before. Oh. And it was the first band from Mississippi to win a regional. Oh, and in, and in, prelims, in the prelims, they didn't place. They weren't, they were fourth in prelims and won the show. So you wow. know, anything is possible. And when you get that caliber of group, Avon, Carmel, Woodlands, Hebron, uh, Blue Springs, Mason. I mean, I could just keep going down the list. Yeah. When they're all in the same room, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, <laughs> I'm right. just I'm never a judge. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do uh, it. Me either. But one thing I appreciate as a as a teacher and as a director is that um, that those judges judge the show that is in front of them at that time, yeah. which is different than maybe the show they saw the day before. Like I, I appreciate that the number they're putting down was for that the ten that, minutes that they just I also switch them around. So someone in prelims that does music from the field, maybe doing music upstairs later and may not have even seen those same groups. You know, they they've got like three different panels and they shuffle them throughout the entire event. So uh, I know some of them that did chunks of prelims and finals only. Others did just prelims and semifinals. So they're all quality people and they're they're the people you want talking to your children. You know, yes. the other people you because they're educators, you know, the days of ticks and, oh, that's horrible on a tape or things like that, that <laughs> doesn't exist. These people are teachers and educators, just like the band directors. And their job is to do that on these tapes, to give an overview look of what they see to help the band in the future, right. never to tear anyone down, only to make people better. Well, before we wrap up, Chuck, I have to I had to tell you something. There's something that you say that I always love to hear. And it, it's probably not at all what you think it is. Okay. But I would love to hear you pronounce Camille Sasson. <laughs> and you have to say it for me. Camille Sasson? Yes. I, whenever there's a show with a, with a, um, um, uh, a like, like a Spanish song or a French song or a Russian song or whatever, I try very hard to do that dialect. Um, you know, it's yeah. very similar to being in South Texas and all of the names that I need to know oh, yeah. that I practice, oh, yes. you know, the and last Alex thing, you, and it, 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 you know, it happens. I don't, sometimes I open my mouth and I don't know what just came out. Like, <laughs> what was that? But I try very, very hard, very hard to pre-read those scripts, to ask any questions I have on the radio before kids come out. Cause the last thing a drum major wants is some stupid announcer saying their name wrong right before the right. biggest right. season. You know, right. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to no, be like I'm part of the program. <laughs> I don't want to take away from the program. But I do love it when you say Sasson. <laughs> there are several like that that I think are so funny that I'm just like, am I saying that right? I don't know what's correct to me yet. So 
That sounds good to me. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Chuck. It has just been an absolute joy to hear about the week from your perspective and just be able to have a conversation about it. I I loved every second. Well, thank you, guys. It's uh, it is really a passion of mine. Thirty-five years, right? Yeah. And yeah. Every, every I have no intention of retiring. None until oh, I'm dang. a senile old man blowing everything <laughs> on the mic. You know, and they're like, "Come on, Pat Paul, let's go take you out to pasture." That's when they're going to have to drag me away from these shows um, because oh, every year brings awesome. new. Every year brings new excitement. Every year brings new um, tugs on your heart. Uh, there's always stories behind the stories and. And oh, I love yeah. you guys do a great job of, of doing that's that. That's the best part. So thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Oh my goodness. How awesome was that to get to talk to the voice of BOA and uh, to hear Chuck Henson. And uh, it's always been a dream of mine to talk to that man, him and Dan Potter. We got to have him on sometime. That's right. I know, but they are the voice and not just that, but just the way he loves those kids and loves his job. And you can just tell that he does. That's right. And I think it's someone like we talked about that has a thousand stories. I mean, he could, he could come on every episode and share something totally different that we would all love and enjoy, but here he has the front row seat. He gets to see every minute of the action. And, um, and so I really loved hearing his perspective as well. Here's a part that I think we missed uh, is the parents. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't usually get to go to a show as a parent. I'm always going as, oh, as a director. Great. And so it was nice to kind of go as a fan. But one thing I noticed was there were some super fan parents and there were two that stuck out to me. Uh, this particular, uh, this particular show at Grand Nationals, one were the parents from Bentonville. Yes. You remember they were oh. the finalists. They did the show about the sunflowers. Oh, girl, yes. Those parents <laughs> had sunflower hair pieces they wore them all over the city all over the city you'd see them walking up and down the road they were proud as punch with their sunflower well uh, i have to say you know i live up here bentonville is is close to me oh that's right yes and so i have been a huge bentonville supporter this year and i just can't tell you those parents are so humble and and those kids are just I'm telling you, that's what band is all about. And it's so cool to see it. Like last time they came, they didn't even make semifinals. Like they were right on the oh, cusp wow. in 21. In fact, I really feel like the show should have made semifinals, but that's another sport. <laughs> but so for them not to only make semis, but to get ninth place mm-hmm. overall, I'm so excited for those Bentonville kids. I mean, yes. and they are still on cloud nine. Oh, on I bet social so. Media, they're just, but yeah, they really embraced that whole sunflower thing. You're they right. did. The, those parents, they parents. were in it to win it. There was no denying a Bentonville parent. Oh, and then awesome. the other one was the Woodlands. I know we've talked about a lot about the Woodlands in this episode, but they had all these uh, light up W's. Yes. And, um, I it saw was those in San Antonio. Yes. And my my kids and my husband, at one, when they were coming on the field, they were like, look behind us. Because I think I had, <laughs> had mentioned that we were down low. We were like on the fifth row. And I turned around and it was like the whole stadium was holding up a W is what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's a long track. Like you don't really drive yeah. from the Woodlands to Indy. That's a yeah. flight. Yeah. Um, and so 
So for that many parents to be there there. and be cheering on those kids, it had to be so surreal for them to be walking on the field and looking up and just, you know, the whole crowd on their feet and all those little light up W's going on. And let me tell Uh, you, I sat with the Woodlands parents a couple of years ago. (laughs) That is the loudest cheering section I have ever, ever sat. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. It should be yes. a contest all its own, and they would win <laughs> because I've never seen more <laughs> rabid parents than the they Woodlands. Were. <laughs> they were fantastic. And then I have to give one little shout out. I wish I had gotten this lady's name, and I did, but I sat next to an Avon grandmother who was oh. in the seat right next to me. She was decked out in all of her purple Avon um, shirt, and uh, she had bracelets and the whole thing. I think I've seen her before. Yeah, she was so <laughs> sweet and so nice and what impressed me more than anything was as soon as a band would finish she would jump to her feet and she was the first one clapping for that band and then she would sit down and tell me all the things she loved about that show (laughs) so it was so sweet because here is her little granddaughter that's getting ready to win grand nationals and she still was just a fan of everybody else in general it was it was really fantastic that's the perfect example really of what it's about and uh it's honoring every man and not just cheering for your own that's that's what I love about this season and every season is just that crazy support that everybody's got for each other it is it has just been I think it's been a great year for BOA we have seen some just amazing shows Uh, the musicianship I think is something in general that I noticed that I feel like bands across the country they just played better this year yeah (laughs) I don't know what's in the water. I don't, I don't know, know if it's but I like it. or what, but there's something <laughs> different about these kids. That's right. That's right. Mm. So I, but I am so glad that I got to wrap up the VOA season with you, Cindy. Yeah, I enjoyed just, it. Yes, it's been really great. And we have, uh, we have some news for our on a water break family. And so, um, so we are going to, pass it back to Jeremy and he will share with you the news that we have this week. Hi, everyone. Yes, unfortunately, I actually have to share some really sad news. Um, We recently found out that um, one of our on a water break hosts, Tom, um, has passed away from cancer. He has been he had been fighting cancer the entire time he had been on a water break uh, with us. Wow. Uh, actually, one of the it. reasons that a year ago, almost almost literally a year ago, when we first started talking, he said was that he wanted to do the podcast because he was dealing with cancer and it still allowed him to be connected and it still allowed him to, you know, really participate even if he can't get to every show. I mean, I know he was still mm-hmm. teaching and I know his school that he was teaching at, at least he got to finish you know this fall season um his you know i think his fall season was all wrapped up for the kids that he taught um and he was looking forward to next season with us on the water break hosting um and he's just a really fantastic person he added so much life and joy to every show i mean there's just so many iconic moments from tom that we had throughout the year um he's just hilarious his knowledge is just beyond 
um, yeah. you know, in this activity and the, who he knew and where he came from and all the stories. And we are going to be putting together something, um, you know, in his honor, a little honor water break, uh, mini episodes saluting Tom and talking to some people um, that that he, you know, uh, impacted or um, had impacted him. So I just want to say, like, I, you know, we're going to miss you, Tom. Um, you were a big yeah. part of the family. Um, yes. Every everybody that knows him, um, you know, he just was a joy. So um, it's going to be rough, but um, I just have one more thing to say, and that's go practice. So take it away, <laughs> ladies. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for joining us this week for our From the Stands report. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun to do an episode with some other hosts. So thanks to Stephanie and Chuck for joining us today. Yes, and a special thank you to Shaylin Harloff for being here as well. You can follow me at Stephanie Click and follow Cindy at Leander Mama and follow Chuck at Chuck Henson One. And make sure you keep with up with everyone over there at Avon and all of their socials this winter. You know that they're going to be amazing. Absolutely. Well, and y'all be sure you are are subscribed to our On a Water Break podcast and go write us a review and also be sure and share the podcast with a friend and follow us on social media at On a Water Break. And we will see you next time from the stands or at the next rehearsal on a water break. <laughs>